Good morning, folks. It's Wednesday, and I am on target, on time, and in love with Jesus. Glory to God. Well, I have a thought in my heart today, and we're going to share it in a moment. And before then, welcome to the program. If you're new, and if you haven't subscribed yet to YouTube or like us on Facebook, do it and be be blessed <laughs> because you, you're blessing us when you do that. Thank you. The original problem solver. Spirit of God dropped that in my heart for today, so let's talk about it a bit. The original problem solver. What's going on with this new champion, this new Goliath that's uh, they're parading out before us? Just think about it for a moment. Go back to Samuel 17 chapter and catch a picture of that whole dramatic scene that moves through our, uh, you know, our memories or as we read it through our mind. We can see young David going out to uh, bring food to his brothers. In those days, the soldiers had to be fed by their own families. So David's taking food to his brothers, and he comes upon the scene with Goliath. Now, remember, Goliath is a part of the Nephilim family, which is directly connected back to the 200 uh, angels that came down and cohabitated with, with women, uh, human with women, and produced a byproduct called the Nephilims. They, are, they were still there and they were still persisting, you know, insisting to kill, kill the Israelites. Sounds like, sounds pretty familiar today, doesn't it? <clears throat> so Goliath's there and he's the biggest and the baddest thing they could drag out of uh, their monster closet. And he's cursing their God and he's telling them they're going to die and he's better and bigger and greater than anything their God has ever created. There you go. Wow. Here we here we are in our modern generation with um, artificial intelligence being paraded out now. They've drug another monster out of the closet, and they're boasting that it's going to be the wisest and the greatest, and all the secrets are going to be revealed, and all the wisdom of the ages are going to be collected. And all we need to do is bow down to our computer and punch a button. Sound familiar? Same devil, same challenge, same trickery, trying to get our attention away from the Father to a substitute. Now, in the, in the garden, the substitute God was Adam and Eve, wasn't it? Satan in the form, or at least the scriptures call it a serpent, came. And the, the King James word is beguiled. That means to befuddle. <laughs> These are old, old words to some of you young, youngsters. And it means to confuse and change your opinions and, and, you know, foul up your understanding until you make decisions based upon your own wisdom, which is pretty shallow <laughs> most of the time. You see, 
we have been we have been created to be umbilically connected through spiritual life and spiritual uh, connection to the heart of the Father, so that His mind was our mind, His spirit was our spirit, and His empowerment makes us who we are on Earth. Somewhat like this, the 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 astronaut who is outside of the space capsule working doing something outside he's got an umbilical cord or a life cord of oxygen and so forth so when adam and eve did their little game their little trick by disobeying which was setting aside the rules of god now the rules of god were just pretty simple don't touch that tree you can have that one well, I got a better idea. Let's do our own thing. Now, what's that? I'm putting myself in the place of God. This is what we've seen over the centuries. Things rise up to put them themselves in the place of God. So here we are in our society, our generation. And there are many, many things that have been thrown at us to replace God in our life. And we've fallen for some of them. We've replaced God for too many things. Maybe we don't even recognize yet until the Holy Spirit begins to speak to us or reveal to us how, how much we do depend on other things but God. There was a story of a king in the Old Testament that the reason he died is because he went to man first for help instead of going to God first for help. I believe in medicine. I believe in doctors. I've been helped by them like you all have. And I'm still a believer that every good and perfect gift comes from the Father above. So all these inventions that help us and lift us and encourage and strengthen and give us, you know, better talents, I thank God every day for inventing the uh, the automobile, for instance. But you see, if I depend on that, if I go to that first, so I've had medical challenges like many, many of you have, and I have always gone to God first. I have always gone to God first. Sometimes I realize God answers prayer in many ways. So that's not the discussion today. The discussion is a hard attitude of who I depend on. Am I depending on my father to solve my problems? Or am I going to a substitute bank of wisdom or a container of wisdom, man's wisdom? Well, I tell you, the scriptures give us a lot of references to Jeremiah 33, 3 is one of our favorites. Call upon me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you don't even know about yet. Now, here's the simplicity of prayer, intercession, petitions, and fellowship, and the intertwining of you and God in those holy moments when you're together with him. That's where you get your wisdom from. Now, I realize that this whole technological and all the things they've invented that that I'm using right now to speak to the world. There are people that are listening to me in many countries, 
even as I speak this morning. And this is a wonderful thing God's given us. I've been on the radio and I've been on television. I've printed books with a printer, with a printer that wasn't like, you know, one letter at a time. It was quick and fast. Now that's all gifts from God. So we can do what? Spread the gospel, teach the word, tell people God loves them. Amen. No, I realize there's other things that you do with it, but the main thing God gives us inventions for is to advance advance the kingdom and minister life to those that haven't heard it. Okay, now, this whole thing then about uh, this, this latest attempt for Goliath to come out and say, I am bigger and better than anybody, anything that's ever been invented. I will wipe out all the other wisdom, and I will be the center of life. There's the fear and the threats off. There could be the threats. I'm not an expert on this thing taking over and being so smart, it reinvents itself and then pushes its own buttons. There were some early movies in the 80s about uh, the computer taking over and becoming our masters. Been several movies like that. Now, what do we do about it then? Well, I know one thing that God's put up with this before, and he always deals with it. Because any kind of a challenge to him becomes (laughs) a fight to the death because he always wins. How many physical human generals and kings said they were bigger and better. They were the rulers of the world. Julian, one of the Roman generals, said he was better than God. And they tell me in the last moments of his life, he he was in a battle and he threw his blood up in the air because he was already wounded. And he said, oh, thou Galilean, you have conquered me. Well, that was Jesus, wasn't it? Jesus finally got through to him, I guess. Now, what do we do about this? First of all, we don't fear the prognostication of the media and of the, you know, the, the science people and people that have invented this. We don't fear it. God has an ability to deal with challengers, those things that try to take over his position. So what do we do? We love the Lord our God. We serve him. We worship him. We continue to pray. We do not depend on outside wisdom. We depend on the wisdom of the Lord. James 1.5 says, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God. Matthew 8.20, if two or three should gather together in my name, there I am in the midst. And in that connection of two or three, we can ask and we will receive. Proverbs 11.8 says, The righteous are delivered out of trouble. So he is the original problem solver that delivers us out of trouble. Isn't that amazing? He is the original problem solver that has delivered us and will deliver us out of trouble. I love that verse. Cast your cares upon the Lord, upon upon him cast your cares upon him and he said he would deliver us 
So if you've had your head <laughs> outside your house and you've seen what's going on, you have a fair amount of time or a, I should say a, a few things to uh, pick up as cares, worries, anxieties, fears. There's things floating around out there that just love to jump on you and grind you into fear and doubt. We cast that on the Lord. Could be a health thing, could be a financial. It could be the, you know, the state of things around us, the national problems, the world problems, the, the money problems. All those things push down on us and try to smother our faith, try to smother the fact that we are connected to a sovereign God who gives us wisdom to walk this life and walk through it. Amen. There was, when I was coming into this beautiful world, at that time was just the Second World War had started a year before that. And my dad's contemporaries were fearful to bring children into the world. What kind of world is this going to be? Well, I'm glad he brought me in. <laughs> My dad is thankful for three kids that came. There were others. There were those that, of his friends that didn't have children because they were fearful of the momentary crises. Now, you and I stand at another threshold. Possibly the greatest challenge this nation has ever had. But our God is still in control of things that make changes. He's able to put his finger on the button. And the prophets are telling us that revelation, revealing rather, is coming. Revealing is coming. People being exposed and taken down off their lofty purchase. So let's be encouraged today as we push in <laughs> to a beautiful Thursday tomorrow. Enjoy this Wednesday. It's the only one you're going to get this week. <laughs> so have fun in it. And remember, God is the problem solver, the original one, and he's never lost his touch. I encourage you in that today. Thank you for stopping by. And don't forget to subscribe, do all those good things, and share and comment. Those two things seem to help. They tell me. And thank you for your prayers and for your financial support as God lead you to do that. All those things are below. You can tune in to our webpage there. Until tomorrow morning, may the Lord bless you and keep you in victory.